Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. This is the Falcoholic Podcast, the official podcast of the Atlanta Falcons on the SB Nation Podcast Network. Dave Walker, and this is the injury update for Wednesday, November 4th, the upcoming Falcons versus Broncos game, week nine of the 2020 NFL season. Let's start with the home team, the Denver Broncos. Denver comes into this game at three and four and with COVID tests. So unfortunately for them, they did not practice on Wednesday due to the increase in positive COVID-19 cases. Uh, But they did provide an estimated injury report, and this is pretty interesting. Obviously, these estimations are going to be based on what happened in the previous week with injuries, what happened in the game on Sunday, uh, the one that they had against the Chargers. And for them, this first report is pretty concerning. We'll see how this develops over the week. Obviously, this is not set in stone. But right now, the big name here is cornerback A.J. Bouye with... Uh, a concussion that he suffered in week seven against the Chargers. Um, Right now he is uh, listed as not participating. Uh, So concussions, the concussion protocol can be a process that takes some time. Uh, We've seen it with our own Falcons players. Some guys can come back for the very next game. It seems like more often than not though, Uh, you're going to end up with a player that's going to miss at least one game when they go into the concussion protocol. Bouye is one of their best defenders. And if the Falcons are going to have success in this game against this very good Denver defense, it's going to be through the passing game. Uh, Missing your top corner uh, when you're going up against Julio Jones, and hopefully Calvin Ridley, we'll get to that in a little bit, is going to be a big deal, obviously. Uh, The other name on the list is Arguably their second best corner. He really plays, you know, that nickel position, not on the outside. Um, And that is cornerback Bryce Callahan with an ankle injury. Again, you know, this is early in the week. These guys could both progress to limited and be ready for the game. I don't want to overstate these injuries. But the fact that you've got, you know, two of your three starting corners on the do not participate, uh, did not participate list uh, at the middle of the week is something to monitor. So Falcons could go into this game with a distinct advantage going against the Denver secondary. Again, we'll monitor this, see how this progresses through the week. Other names that did not practice, again, according to the estimated injury report from the Broncos, uh, defensive end Shelby Harris, uh, which was not injury-related, so he'll probably end up playing, running back Phillip Lindsay with a foot injury, and wide receiver Deontay Spencer with a shoulder injury, that he injured back in week six versus the Patriots. So uh, that one is looking like it's sticking around. Limited players for the Broncos, tight end Nick Vanette with the foot, uh, linebacker Jeremiah Atachu with the quad injury, offensive tackle Damar Dotson, their starting right tackle with a hand injury, uh, wide receiver Tim Patrick with a hamstring injury, and guard Austin Schlotman with a shoulder injury. So Broncos come into this game pretty banged up, especially compared to the Falcons, who we'll get to here next. Um, And honestly, 
right now the the unit that they are leaning on to get these wins is really their defense. Even though they scored big against the Chargers this weekend, it's really been their defense that's been keeping them in games. So again, keep an eye on those two corners and whether or not they can make this game on Sunday. Because if they if if they miss, uh, the Falcons do end up with a distinct advantage. Now on to the Falcons, who come into this game at two and six. Uh, obviously, they have the win on the road against the Panthers uh, behind their uh, backs at this point. They do get. Uh, John Kaminsky has been activated off of the COVID-19 IR list. So good news there. He should be back in the rotation on Sunday. It'll be interesting to see, you know, Marlon Davidson came off the COVID list uh, just last week. Uh, Kaminsky went on, you know, shortly after he did. And Davidson didn't have much of an impact on Sunday. It'll be interesting to see if Kaminsky, you know, a, a player drafted in the fourth round last year, a player that the Falcons spent a lot of time, even with their social media, sort of pumping him up, uh, you know, almost generating the hype themselves for what kind of player this guy was be would be. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he can contribute more on Sunday. We'll have some articles detailing the matchups, but right now the Falcons have some favorable matchups on the interior of that Broncos offensive line. That guard and center and guard combo is not good at pass blocking this year. They are struggling. Uh, and you can imagine Grady Jarrett is going to have a day. And honestly, Kaminsky is a guy to watch. They wanted him as that interior nickel pass rusher. He is somebody that if he can contribute in this game, coming off the COVID list, he could have a big impact, uh, especially against this uh, rather bad <laughs> interior offensive line unit. Um, so... Name to watch. We'll see how he progresses uh, and see if he can make an impact on Sunday. As for the defense, players that did not participate, uh, Dante Fowler, again, except this time it's a hamstring injury. His, honestly, um, he is one of those guys that I feel like this, his entire season is almost impossible to evaluate in the light of all of the injuries he's been playing in, uh, playing with, and before it was the ankle injury, now we're seeing the hamstring. Uh, very frustrating for a player that was paid a lot of money to make a big difference on the field and just has not delivered yet. And, of course, the name that many fans are probably anticipating. Um, this guy cannot stay out of trouble, unfortunately. Defensive end, Tack McKinley, groin injury. Um, he was held out of practice. Um, and if you are not uh, aware of what was going on on Twitter earlier today at 10:35 a.m. on November 4th, uh, Tack McKinley tweeted out, "These Atlanta Falcons turned down the second-round draft pick when I requested to get traded last year. The same Atlanta Falcons turned down the fifth and sixth-round draft pick from multiple teams when I requested to get traded this year. I only have 17 and a half career sacks. Really, really weird." immature tweet for Tack to put out there. He tweeted this before the press had their opportunity to meet with Raheem Morris. Raheem Morris addressed it, and he basically said that Tack would be disciplined for this, uh, this tweet. So a bit of a disappointment from this young player. Uh, and later on in the afternoon, um, responding to Jason Butt, who said, contrary to his claim, the Falcons were never engaged in 2019 trade involving Tat McKinley in the second round selection. 
Tack retweeted him and said, false news, call Thomas Dimitrov for the facts, sir. So Tack is doubling down. And what does this mean? Well, it's pretty clear that he wants out of Atlanta. And he's going to get it. Uh, I think at this point, he will not be in Atlanta in 2021. As for this year, uh, we talked about this before. I do not see things changing for him as far as getting cut by this team. I'd be very surprised if they do that. He may not be a very productive pass rusher yet, but never underestimate the ability of NFL teams to overspend on pass rushers and free agency. And that is what the Falcons are banking on. They want this guy to hit free agency. They don't want to cut him. They want him to get the free agency. They want to see if they can get anywhere from a sixth to a fourth round comp pick for this guy in 2022 for the contract that he will probably pick up. And he is trying to force their hand is what this looks like. He wants the Falcons to cut him right now. And to be blunt, this is just a terrible way for him to go about it. I fully expect that at minimum, he will be benched at least for this game, maybe several games, potentially the rest of the season. But I will be very, very surprised if the Falcons cut him at this point. They have too much to lose in the way of the compensatory pick formula. And honestly, cutting him would almost be rewarding him for what he is doing now. I think it is best for them to handle it in-house, keep him on the roster, and let him walk at the end of the season. Um, Unfortunate to see this from another first-round pick for the Falcons, especially in the light of Vic Beasley getting cut by the Titans. Um, Falcons have whiffed on two pass rushers yet again, and you could definitely argue that that was one of the reasons that Thomas Dimitrov himself lost his jobs. All right. On to the remaining players. Um, On the defense, cornerback Kendall Sheffield with a concussion was limited on Wednesday. Uh, So again, probably a good sign that he will be ready to go on Sunday. Uh, Moving over to the offense, wide receiver Calvin Ridley was the only player that did not practice with that foot injury. The Falcons have said that they do not think it is a serious injury. They're calling it day-to-day. That's the uh, foot injury he suffered during the Carolina Panthers game in week seven. So right now he's day-to-day. My expectation is if he does not practice all week, he is probably going to miss the game against the Broncos, which is unfortunate because they really do do need him in order to have some success in this game against a very good Broncos defense. The only other two players uh, listed for the offense – Limited wide receiver Russell Gage with a shoulder and knee injury and tight end Jaden Graham with knee injury. Uh, Fully expect those guys ready to go. What's really nice on this list is not seeing Julio Jones listed at all. This feels like uh, a a breath of fresh air for the veteran wide receiver. Hopefully he is putting some of these injuries behind him for the rest of the season. We'll see. You know, he's one of those guys that seems to always get banged up just because of the physical way that he plays. Uh, regardless, we're getting a, a pretty healthy roster back. And, you know, honestly, fully expect Dante Fowler to play. He did play. He finished the game on Sunday. Uh, Calvin Ridley, I think, is really the only questionable name. And at this point, I think, honestly, Falcons fans, it's time to write off Tack McKinley. He will not be in Atlanta next year. And I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised if he plays much more this year, if at all. That's the injury report for Wednesday, November 4th. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at FalcoholicDW. For updates on this podcast, 
follow us at Falcoholic Pod. And don't forget to check the Falcoholic.com daily for our write-ups and updates on the Atlanta Falcons. We'll be back tomorrow for the Thursday injury update. Have a great day. Talk with you next time.